This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's, it's us today. We're doing a Masters class. We're not fully back to movie mode yet, but we will be soon, Doug. Yes, we will next week. Yeah, yes, we will. And uh, we'll we probably back. we'll probably make a giant mess when we try to do this all live. <laughs> We're not going to do a movie live, are we? Are, are we? Are we not? <laughs> what? It's a long fucking long ass live. It is a long ass live. So but, you know, no. Picking your nose, or scratching your ass, all that ch- shit. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll we'll discuss it later. We we okay. should discuss it now because this is bullshit, man. We're live right now. This is the <laughs> first. What is this? We're live on what Facebook? Facebook. Yeah. Um, if I can figure out how to do other places, I do other places. What's up, Doug King? He just said, uh, "What's up?" Uh, unlike Will, I'm gonna put the things on here. But if you want your name to show, you gotta give it permission. Oh my god, that's so creepy. I'm 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 very I don't know technology weirds me out. It feels so good to talk to both of you. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, I just miss your faces, man. I miss I really miss this, and I want you to know that I, I'm not, <laughs> not that I'm much. Cured. Yeah, no, I don't miss it no more. You don't miss it that much. No, no. Um, yeah, it's just good to talk to you guys, and I know we're not in full movie mode, as in like. You know, obviously the format of our show is we pick a movie, do the episode based on the movie, we walk you through it. But is that what I we do? To, I think so. Well, <laughs> if I remember yes. correctly, Look, remember correctly, he I knows how to that, do it. He put his name on it. Correct. Oh, it's Will Layhew. Hello, Will Layhew. Will, I can, love if anyone I else love, can figure out how to do that, we, we put their name oh, on the show. <laughs> I love Will, man, and I have to thank him again for for having me on his podcast. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, sharing maps and and um, if you search for sharing maps on your podcast listener of choice, um, check out Will. Like he's such a sweet, thoughtful dude. He's really good at the presentation. Like I was so impressed with with just being on a different format than ours, or just surprised me. He was very professional, and uh, you know we're not man. Like yeah. <laughs> look through, through it for a loop. So this is fucking awesome. I'm not the guy to blow a will here, but I will say lately, he's stepping his shit up. The dude's like hosting like a champion. Like he's taking the mantle. He's, you know, making plans and sticking to it. I'm, I'm proud of you, Will. Good job. He's amazing. Yeah. Dude. He's yeah. an amazing yeah. guy. Um, yeah, I had a good conversation with him. If you want to listen to it, you can just check out Sharing Maps. It's a great um it's a great show and he's got plans it's almost like a mini series he's he's the npr of the just surprise me network like he's really (laughs) you know he's producing some stuff so it's it's pretty cool that's true it's like tiny desk it is like tiny desk yeah um would you guys ever watch those by the way those tiny desk performances 
Yeah. They're pretty the, awesome. The, um, who's the guy? Uh, oh, God. Anderson Pack. Oh, Tiny yeah. that, that's Doug, Doug's favorite person. <laughs> Why? I, know, I dislike him. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to go talented. back in time because you've said a million times you hate him. <laughs> no. Is that true? We have to. Mm-hmm. We got a fact check. No, that, I didn't right? like that that fucking cheesy ass song you did with. Uh, There's been three or four name? songs you didn't like because you're like, I hate the song at the end of Shang Chi, which was him. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Oh, you're right. Oh. Maybe yes. Now it'll, it's all coming back. <laughs> so I don't I, like. I, his, like I, I don't like his music. He's a talented dude. I don't like his music. I, I love it. I, I kind of like it a lot. But uh, that's my, fair. My favorite one was they were interviewing T Pain when he was in there, and it was T Pain with a piano player and an acoustic guitar, and um. He was singing with no auto tune, and and then like he's like, it's always funny when people are like, oh wow, you can actually sing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you dude see T Pain do War Pigs? No, I haven't seen that. No. One. Holy shit! What? Oh my god, it's incredible! Holy shit! It's absolutely incredible. He kills it. I gotta see that though. Like That's... he could go on tour with the rest of Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, Ozzy oh home. Dude, he's like it's so good. Not only that, like he's a cool dude, man. Like, yeah, he's always just been like in that cool zeitgeist of like culture. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, rappers you typically wear giant chains. He does this that too, but his chain is actually Ignignot and Ur from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, that's great! That's <laughs> and, fucking great. In the live action episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I think he played Frylock. Holy oh, really? shit! Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. What I'm what I'm learning to respect about guys like that as I get older in music, right? Because, and we were talking about this a little bit with guitars before the show. It's like, yes, you value versatility, but if you can find a simple way to get the point across. Okay, I'm done with your mean? one pickup bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing here. I see you know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, but it's true. You're man. not going like, to cheese me. <laughs> I will cheese you. You know, the, the auto-tude thing is a good it's a good um example of that because that guy can sing his ass off he really can yeah he's Mm -hmm. fucking incredible but he found something that worked for what he was trying to accomplish and and props i mean he won the mass singer yeah um he was season one he was the robot season one which is funny because the second i heard him i'm like oh that's (laughs) t-pain oh really okay yeah i was gonna say like culturally i I feel like he shocked a lot of people because you Mm -hmm. know everybody only knew the auto-tune stuff yep well, I've just I've heard him so many times for so many years just listening to like that's you know he's from Tallahassee originally but he identifies as a Miami rapper <laughs> oh Tallahassee mm-hmm. real close to Miami yeah. <laughs> well I mean gender? he spent the majority of his career in Miami like with everybody down there but he's from Tallahassee originally Doug that's like people from New Jersey trying to act like they're, they're from New York oh I know <laughs> exactly I know. Yeah. okay I get it I yeah. get it yeah yeah it's basically the same thing, yeah. Or it's more like people from Albany trying to act like they're from New York City. <laughs> if we're, if we're being more crazy. Albany is the capital of New York, right? Two no, things. No. no, no, it's not. Albany is the capital of New York. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say two things. One, I love the way you say Albany. It tickles me in a way. Yeah, that, that and it's weird. Explain. All Yankovic, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My grandma lives in Albany. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, 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 I'm just doing I'm it with like sorry, a Long bro. Island. It's like I'm from Albany, New York. It's not Long mm-hmm. Island. It's Long Island. Long Island from Albany. Long Island. Yeah. No, Long people Island. from Albany do not identify with New York. They they want to they no. want to stay away from 
the metro New York area as much as possible. Well, yeah, but that's like Tallahassee trying to pretend to be Miami. It's it's a very similar type of arrangement. No, I think you got to – I know you're not from the Northeast, but there's a a very – Jersey wants to be New York City. Right. Like Hoboken wants to be Manhattan. Okay. But Albany wants nothing to do with New York City. Those are New York City people who wanted to get the fuck out of there. Exactly. And, the, and New York City wants to give Albany to Canada. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, they can take Buffalo too while they're at it. Nobody even the wants people, Buffalo. Yeah. The people who live in Buffalo don't want don't Buffalo. Want Buffalo. Even, even the French Canadians don't want Buffalo. Fuck no. <laughs> and they're French. <laughs> so you guys are accomplished football people. What is all this shit I'm seeing about about uh people trying to watch games in like sub zero degree temperatures and and the uh digging through the snow and all this bullshit? What's going on? Oh, it's nuts. It was nuts in Buffalo last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't get all the all the seats unshoveled. People people showed up to the game and had to stand in the snow and in instead of sitting in their seats. I like the like uh, they, the thing that was going on. They got we'll pay anybody twenty dollars an hour to come shovel snow. I'm like, yeah. Can you not afford a grounds crew? It, oh, really? They were offering just like oh anybody. no, they had fans come in. There's no way they could get it done yeah. without fans coming in, and and they weren't paying them, Joe. Those were volunteers. Do you remember that movie <laughs> we watched where it said the worst toilet in London? Yes, yeah. yeah. That's what Buffalo Stadium is in the, in the NFL yes, ranks. It's true. It's very true. Oh my it's god. Very true. But they yeah, they had 40 inches of snow the day Jeez. before the game. Yeah, but yeah. but will the Packers don't even have like an owner. They're owned by their community. So technically they the are they are the employees. <laughs> <laughs> they are employees of the company. Like so cuz they own the company. Yeah, they're will paying themselves. Yeah. Yeah, the, they pay them in cheese is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and Lambo leaps. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had something cool like the Lambo leaps. Like that's a cool thing. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Like the dolphins yeah, cool. try to do it. They have a thing called the deep end. I'm like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> you don't want that shit. Listen, man, that that stuff is corny. Okay, like the Steelers and their fucking terrible towel. Like this. Well, that's corny. Like, but the Lambo like, leaps cool. I'm not gonna lie because when they run a touchdown and they jump up into the stands with the fans, I love that. There's something magical about that. <clears throat> no, magical. I get it, but so many players do it now that it's not special for the Packers anymore. Oh, there was somebody that did it recently. They jumped in the stands and the fans spilled an entire beer all over them. <laughs> <laughs> you know how LeBron used to throw the chalk into the yeah. air? Yeah. Or like spit the water droplets out. There's a video of him getting the chalk ready and he throws it at one of the uh the guys, the announcers on the sideline. <laughs> 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 Just like fucking with him. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, a, I like I when know. um they used to do like the the um the gimmick like uh it was Ocho Cinco and, and and he would like hide a cell phone in like the little stand at like the the goalpost or like he'd have a sharpie in his in his uh was that him or T T O that had the sharpie in his sock and signed an autograph or something? I think it was that was T O. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ocho Cinco did it too. Um, but then <laughs> then the. Tyree killed this year. He got a person fired and then said he was going to pay his entire salary because he runs a touchdown in, grabs the guy's phone that's a cameraman, and basically does a backflip with the phone in his hand, (laughs) live streaming it. Um, And the guy whose phone he took got fired from the sidelines, and he's offered to pay his entire year's salary. My favorite sports fuckery is the Boston Red Sox, Manny Ramirez. He would get so bored in the outfield. Like he's a terrible outfielder. He was a great hitter, terrible outfielder. 
he would disappear into the green monster like to take a piss during the game <laughs> you know what I mean? like his fucking that guy was ridiculous steroids oh yeah steroids. hey uh <laughs> listen they had to they had to keep up with the yankees doug mm-hmm. they had to do something him and ortiz both oh ortiz my favorite was... and i'll never forget this they um they Rice did these kind of like a nfl mic'd up shows where they talked to the players and stuff um and on one of them it was like a behind the scenes of the NFL and they were talking about they did a segment on Channing Crowder who used to play for the Dolphins back in the day and he came on and he's like it's just dead serious and like like you know the little like interview setup and he's like oh yeah I used to pee on myself every game he's like I never <laughs> used the bathroom he's like I, I'd tackle somebody and then I'd like show my dominance by peeing all over them <laughs> oh my, <that's> <laughs> it's fucking great uh, he's like he's like ain't no one ever wanna come he's like Man, Shannon, you nasty. You nasty, Shannon. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck, man. Wow. So, uh, quick pivot. Have you guys seen any movies lately of note? Of note. Hmm. Well, it was the Flower Moon. Oh, how was that? It's uh, very, very good. Very, very long. Oof. Might not have needed to be that long. Yeah. But it's really good. It's kind of depressing. And, you know, but the performances are unbelievable. Lily Gladstone is a treasure. She was remarkable in this movie. Wow. I mean, she she won the uh, the Golden Globe, and I guarantee you she's winning the Oscar for this thing. Nice. She was amazing. But yeah. I could understand why, having seen Oppenheimer as well, why that would definitely win over killers for the for the best picture because it's yeah. a great movie but it's not scorsese's best yeah and i mean um leo's great in it too like ever all all the performances are fantastic and it's very cool the way they they there's a lot of you know native um osage county like language used that's cool um in it and uh so there's a lot of representation of that community you know, so it's an important movie, but no, we enjoyed it. Erica stayed awake for the whole thing, so that tells you all sign. you need to know about how good it is. Yeah, that's three and a half hours she stayed awake. Dang. So, well, so since we've been on a, a movie hiatus, I've just been watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some good TV out there. Did you guys watch Echo yet? Yes. No, I haven't seen it yet. So good? I'm not gonna. I'm here's here's the thing. I'm not gonna like spoil anything of the show itself. I'm just going to say I was kind of like I was kind of just like let down by the fact that it didn't really do anything or go anywhere and doesn't add anything to anything. It's basically just the story of this girl, which is cool in its no. own right. And like as a character, I never knew anything about. It was interesting and it's it's a good enough show. I'm glad they didn't make it like 10 episodes, but but at the same time, like it didn't really it felt more like another Defender series in it, like a new Marvel series. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be the I'm gonna be the point of contrast here for for this show. I fucking loved it, really? and, and I did. Because I like the characters. Marvel did this thing um, where it just now it seems to be giving you whiplash. She's like, oh god, I don't like that. Oh my god, that's really good. Oh no, that's terrible. Like it's you know, there's not a lot of consistency mm-hmm. at the moment. But this was cool because it didn't have shit to do with shit, right? Yeah. So you sort of you're it sort was of its creating own thing. that it's its own thing it's just an independent street level kind of story um like i said it's a but, defender story it like fits with like 
the Beer Devils, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, yeah. Jessica Jones, well, all it's, that. It's violent. I mean, it's it's oh, definitely it's, like yeah. their first foray into like an R-rated situation. I think they and did you, an incredible job paying, um, you know, respect to the culture they were, you know, featuring during it. They did awesome with the Marvel spotlight and everything. That was really cool. Well, just Doug talking about representation, like the native representation in that show was unexpected and yeah. really, cool. really well done. And you'll like, be happy to know because nice. I, I got mad for a second and had to look it up. That was not an Indian motorcycle she was driving because if it was an Indian motorcycle, I was going to be very mad. I was <laughs> I was like, looked at it, I'm like, because it looks like one, but it's some weird like English brand. But I was like, they better not have fucking did this. I'm like, I'm going to be mad. I'm be That's pretty funny. Imagine if they had an Indian motorcycle and somebody on set was like, hey, guys, uh, I, got an I don't idea. know. I don't know. Yeah. About this. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's some it's some English like company that's like Lord and Twistle or something like that. Like, oh, geez. Yeah, it was it was good. You can tell that it didn't have the budget of some of the other stuff. Yeah. And I will say mm-hmm. something that drives me crazy is. Like when you look at that original Daredevil show on Netflix and that really famous one cut fight scene, yep, it was really one cut. I mean, not in this a, one. No, they cheat. They do that. I I refer to it as the Back to the Future two, yeah. which is you have the model of the flying DeLorean flying the frame, and in the middle of the frame there's a pole. And when it goes past the pole, it lands, and then you have a shot of the real car driving. So they're faking the shot, right? Yeah. In this show, they fake a one-shot scene with a bunch of stuff so they can cut and hide the cut. Yeah, it's, it's it, bad. I hate, I hate that, man. The, the Facebook user saying, what's up, is my dad, by the way. Hey, what's up, dad? Yeah, your dad's in the chat. Yeah. Joe's dad. What's up, Joe's dad? Who's also named Joe, so confusion. Joe, Joe Sr.? Who's also Actually, he's, he's, the, the, he's the third. I'm, I'm the fourth. What? Oh, wow. That is very fancy. Yeah. Lots of Joes. But yeah, you should start going by Joseph the Fourth. I feel like that suits you. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing I I like I said I liked the, the representation of the show. They did a very good job of keeping it authentic feeling to that. And like mm-hmm. I felt like this is a town I've been to before when I was traveling in like North Carolina in the mountains. Like that town resonated because it you know even though it's a different tribe, it it still had that same kind of like realism to it like that's how it is they didn't try to like overdo anything or underdo anything they just kind of made it the way it actually should be yeah um and i think they did a really really you know fantastic job of that um showing it i also like the guy who ran the uh the store a lot <laughs> it was awesome that was great yeah there was i mean this isn't really spoilers but there was a scene and uh this older native gentleman running this this store where they sell a lot of handmade stuff and You've got like this very stereotypical Caucasian couple in there looking. Oh, at that stuff. was great. And and um, you know they're like, I don't know, we could get the same shit at Anthropology, and they're really selling them like, no, this was created in you know in the old ways. Like they're they're yeah. they're doing the thing, trying to get them to buy this stuff, and it's really funny and it's really um, yeah. I mean, they thank the tribe that they work with at the end of that series for yep. their consultation, like making That's everything. Cool. Yeah, it was also really cool. Like the characters, like the people that got to play the characters were really good actors. They did like a great job portraying those characters, except for like the the only guy I didn't like was the one guy with the rocket launcher. That's I think I was like, (laughs) this guy's a terrible actor. Everyone else, he was white guy. Those was okay. (laughs) He was he was a little extra. 
But yeah, but everyone Vincent else. D'Onofrio as Kingpin is just so yep. perfect, man. The more of that, like the more that I can get, I'm happy. He does a he does an amazing job with that role. I, and, I, and again, it's empathetic. Like that's the thing that Marvel yeah. does really well is you feel for the Kingpin because he really loves this character in a in a paternal way, but he's so fucked up. Like it's just yeah. really good. I think mm-hmm. the the over arc of the story was done well. I they they had a good story, and like I said, on its own as its own thing, I like it. But as, as something like I want it to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it doesn't really fit in. <laughs> like there's nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. Per, like we've said with every movie lately, there's nothing to forward the, the momentum. Um, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. need to. You know what I mean? Like it's just a, yep. it's a back issue in in comic book terms. It's yeah, just yeah. like a fucking, it's just filler a side story. Um, no, and, and you did get ninety seconds of Daredevil. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> which I feel like that's from one of the episodes of Daredevil that they just cut just back in there. It's like a thing. flashback back to the episode of Daredevil when she was fighting him in that. Um, the other thing uh, I haven't watched it yet, but all the the new season of What If is out also. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, as well. I just finished it. It's really good. I got I got to watch it still. I, I there's a couple of standout episodes that are far and above the best yeah. there, but the whole s- series is good. It's interesting what they do. The first one yeah. was uh, What If We Didn't Forget Gambit Exists. <laughs> 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 what if we absorbed every company who owned everything and we yep. could do all kinds of stuff? That's yeah. coming, dude. Yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool's coming. I don't know why he sounded like Bernie Mac just then. I ran out of oxygen. All right, well, <laughs> we love you too. Um, you know, go go watch your your football team because they're still getting to play, unlike mine. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Thank you, Will. We love you. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, yeah. Fucking dolphins. That Deadpool movie. <laughs> have you seen any of the? Uh, any the illicit fucking pirated photos from the set of that film i've seen a couple things here and there like the hugh jackman stuff and just random yeah. shots but i haven't really seen much well you heard it you saw the uh saber tooth picture oh you did okay. i didn't see that spoiler alert look you're not gonna yeah. spoil anything for me i don't care as long as you tell me gambit's in it now that gambit's not in it but God listen it. spoiler alert or I should say, that's not really a spoiler. You heard it here first. <laughs> You're going to get your trailer at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. As I mean, I knew that already. <laughs> they are giving Wolverine his fucking mask, yeah. finally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Him. Yeah, the picture of, like, the briefcase with the claws and mask and the yellow. No, no, uniform. no. That, so that's a deleted scene from an older X-Men movie. Oh, was it? They're, yeah. Oh. The, the briefcase with the, with yeah, the yeah. Uh, suit in it. That's deleted scene stuff. That's they wanted to do it, but they didn't do it. This is happening. Like the promotional material leaked, and my man's got the white eyes and the yellow and the suit, stupid cowl, yellow suit, the whole thing. The, you mean the cowl that looks mm-hmm. like two Batman's kissing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that meme whenever I see it. Um, yeah. Uh, There's rumor that uh, that Patrick Stewart's going to be on set, or oh, has been on set. They should please. Give me as much Patrick yep. Stewart as you can. I mean, we saw the post-credit scene from the Marvels with Beast. Yes. Yes. And that was yep. fucking awesome. CGI, mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer back at it. Oh, that's so exciting, man. Yeah. He's such you, a you, dick, though. He is a dick. Yeah. That that's that, that part's not exciting. in real life. <laughs> yeah. I do know this. I love you guys so much that when the MCU finally does Gambit in, in a in a you know full big bad way 
I'm going to be more excited than I would have before I met Joe because I know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm going to be the guy standing up like, oh my god, Joe! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yes, I'm happy for Joe. Um, definitely. All I can hope is for some reason, like they decide this movie should take place in Madripoor in Gambit's era because I assume Madripoor is in Southeast Asia, right? Like that's pretty right. assumption. That's the yeah, yeah. The vibe. You know what else is in Southeast Asia? Banyan um, trees, completely everywhere. That, Fucking gonna, Southeast Asia is full of banyan trees. I was going to go so dark and dirty, but oh yeah, yeah yes, banyan trees. So I, I hope the first time Gambit shows up, he falls down out of a banyan tree to attack somebody. Oh, I was waiting for Doug to be like, "Well, there's Lady Boys." Exactly. I was <laughs> I was winding up, but I let I let it go. Like Madripoor is is kind of like I think it's like supposed to be Macau. If I had to really guess the city that it is. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because yeah. I don't remember in Shang-Chi, did they say they were going to Macau or did they say they were going to, there was something that Madripoor was name dropped in one of the series. Madripoor was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's right. Mm. Cause uh, that's where they found um, the uh, Carter, uh, not Agent Sharon, Carter. Sharon, Sharon Carter. Carter. We she was in... Sharon Carter is the, uh, the, the who, who is she? Like she's the uh... death dealer or something like some kind of dealer yeah. or something. She's, yeah. Like she's, the... There's an she's got a name though I can't remember the name her name yeah like, but she was in Madripoor yes so it's already been established that they can use that in the MCU right now and they have yeah didn't they go to the yes. the bar with no name or some such yeah type? like it was the X Men like a, it was yes. like a famous yeah. X Men bar um, so I'm yes. excited for Gambit to be there and just pop out of a banyan tree and then you start this this uh <laughs> that's when Phase Six will start right then. <laughs> If that happens, I'll give the eulogy at your funeral because I know you'll you'll die on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if that happens, like I need to just go put money on that. I need like what are the Vegas the Vegas odds in this? I need to go put money on it right now because like yeah, right? the odds have the, got to be astronomical. You said the Gagas odds, and I feel like we need to go into business immediately. <laughs> An all male review in Las Vegas called Las Gagas. <laughs> Printing money, <laughs> fucking printing money. Dude. Down. You're you're absolutely right though. That's, yes. Yeah. Okay, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. It is in Reno. <laughs> and Terry, yeah, yeah. Terry, and Lieutenant Dangle are there all the time. Yeah, we can't yes. afford to be on this trip. We got to be like, yeah, we're, we're ways out. Yeah, we no, may get an airport true. spot or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this downtown. Yep. Yeah, this is, this is like just off Fremont Street, like whole box from Fremont. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness uh, Speaking of Vegas odds, just reminded me, about a month ago, I guess a little less than a month ago, I was given, I, I got a notification from one of the sports betting apps from MGM, right? MGM bet that I got a bonus bet. It means free money, right? So I'm like, oh, maybe five bucks, 10 bucks. They gave me $2. Two fucking dollars, right? Damn, Doug, don't spend it all on one bet. That two dollars now is sixty-three dollars. What? That's pretty I'm good. Two dollars, two dollars of fake money or play money into sixty-three dollars of real money. Yeah, but, but that sixty-three dollars is own. getting looked at like I'm not sixty-nine dollars. Be a lot cooler <laughs> if you were. <laughs> and if the Bills, if the Bills win tomorrow, yeah, and and both uh, Josh Allen and Mahomes each throw a touchdown, it's one hundred and fifty bucks. Damn! Oh, that's easy money, dude. Holy yeah, I swear. Yep, that's my thought. I mean, exactly. do you already have the NFL script? Because apparently, someone leaked it today, and it <laughs> talked about who was playing the halftime show, and that it was the Ravens and the 49ers 
<laughs> Did you not see that? Really? No. No, it was on like a news channel. Like um, it was like Vancouver News, and on the bottom of the screen is like a little prompt popped up, and like I don't think anyone realized it was propped up because it's like. Telecom East, and it says Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at the San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl on February 11th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. And it's like right underneath the news and a picture of a freeway. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I fucking love it. That's so great. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I got to get into this. Eric, you know how I always ask you to draw random shit for me? Yes, yes. And you always tell me maybe, but you're not really going to. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Well, how do you feel about this? Uh, this is a serious subject here. How do you feel about these AI things where you can type prompts in and they'll actually draw you random shit that you want? Even though it's not very good, they'll do it. <laughs> so my my relationship with this whole thing ebbs and flows because, and I've actually been on other programs talking about this. Um, at first, I felt like, I'm optimistic, right? So my, at first past, I was like, well, the people that I deal with in art, like the people that buy art and that love art, I'm not worried about it because even if a computer can make something that looks visually as good as something yeah. that a person can create, there's still that emotional connection. So the example I gave is like in your home, if you've got a piece of art and it was you something you bought like a Target or whatever, fine it looks good and it's there but you don't give that much uh energy or attention to it. it's just it's just decoration if you have art that you purchase from an artist and you know the artist you know who it is mm -hmm. there's a story there there's a connection there you just have a different relationship with it than you do with something that that is manufactured right that's fair that's pretty that's pretty optimistic so then when I start showing my, my AI creations, you're not going to get offended, right? <laughs> uh, no. Like no. like today, as I was sitting there thinking about football happening and the Dolphins weren't playing, I made a movie poster. It's called Frozen Dreams, and it's Tua crying on the sidelines. <laughs> I love the show in there. Um, that, is, that is pretty funny. And then I made a couple oh. of them. I was like, make it Pixar style. So <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, but then again, I said it ebbs and flows, and I will say this. I'm certainly making less money right now than I was before this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this one was pretty good. It's it's two as a hot dog in my game. <laughs> I'll think I'm wrong. It's a very yeah. good Mike McDaniel. It was a pretty decent yeah, Mike McDaniel. Pretty good. Um, I've been getting a little carried away with this. Uh, the other day, I wondered, I was like, uh, are there male ladybugs? So <laughs> I made a male ladybug. All right, now, are you sure you don't smoke weed? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, there male dead. ladybugs is the most pothead thing I've ever heard anyone say. I was like, draw me a happy wienermobile driving into a tunnel. <laughs> My God. My God. Uh, I, I've been having way too much fun with this, I'll tell you that. But I'll, I'll, um, I'll bring this up too. I'm a, I'm a visual artist and, and whatnot, but you're all musicians. How do you feel about AI music? I mean, are you, I, I feel are like you familiar with this. I feel like almost all pop music is AI music, whether it's AI music or not. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's it's true. been that way forever. But it's scary now the amount of, I mean, you could literally type in a few prompts and generate a song that's, you know, the DNA of it is comparable to something you hear on the radio. Yes, that's true. 
But and there's no getting away from it. Can yeah. I have Godzilla getting destroyed by a banyan tree as he tries to attack Miami? All right, but here's my problem with this <laughs> as, like as an artist. Yeah, it's 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 trying to do what you want, but your brain is so fucked up and twisted. <laughs> That they even can't the figure it out. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> There's some smoking. Oh, I, I have stumped it so many times. <laughs> it's fucking Skynet building exploding because Joe's <laughs> trying to type in AI prompt. Oh, I I have stumped it. I have really like I'm like, why don't you understand what I'm saying? I'm like yelling at it. I'm like, <laughs> uh, how many times do I got to tell you? <laughs> uh, I tried to make the cast of Brooklyn Nine Nine as a as the X-Men, but it didn't really work. No, no. That's... But it, it it's it's upsetting if I think about it too long that, you know, we've put so much time and energy into AI doing the creative things that we do. It's like the one thing that we have as a as a species that's sort of beautiful. It's not it's not the labor, you know, it's not, yeah. It's just the art. And they're like, no, just let the machines do that. That's yeah. why. No, you got. That's a good point. Oh, I guess one of my old ones. Damn it! Where are my old ones at? Because I, I had one in here. I wanted to show you. Joe's I was embraced it. If you haven't noticed, I was. I, I was trying hard. so hard. I was like, "Fuck the artist." <laughs> I was trying so hard to have it make him. I can't find the picture, but it, it couldn't understand it. I was like, "I want John Luke Picard fighting Luke Skywalker with the tagline there is one Luke.'" <laughs> and like, it wouldn't give it to me. You should have worked. Have you asked it to do Chicha Cheese? Yes. Oh, it won't do that one. <laughs> like refuse. It's like Eric. Oh, so no artist will do that. <laughs> exactly. No. Not even computer Human artists or, will do that yeah. shit. I, I did kind of, of like yeah. one mouse floating, and then it gave me just a picture of random mice, but it wasn't the one I wanted. I wanted it to be Monterey Jack specifically floating towards Gadget. I'm going to do it one day, and it's going to be the most meaningful gift you've ever received. Oh, it will be. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I'm saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I just been having stupid fun with this. Um, seeing how, like seeing what I can get it to create. <laughs> yeah. So you talk TV. Um, I will mention a few movies that I've seen lately. One of them we we talked about in the chat was a, a Nicolas Cage flick, um, and it was actually really good. Um, so what was the movie you you brought up, Joe? Or you were asking about was it uh the one no, I haven't seen that I want to see is the unbearable talent yeah the unbearable weight, weight of weight of talent of of uh, extraordinary talent something like that yeah yeah I, I, that's the one I want to see. I watched that today and it's amazing okay that like, title yeah so good so I I saw um, Nicholas Cage his latest joint which I'm looking at I'm looking for the title now because I'm terrible with fucking yeah title. I can't remember it either um god god damn it. but it's that. <laughs> I know I'm I'm looking I'm looking fuck dream scenario there it That's is okay it is. so dream scenario is a movie with a great premise right and it's just this fu- this frumpy college professor played by Nicolas Cage starts appearing in people's dreams and at first it's people in his circle like his students and everything they're all dreaming about this guy i really hope and, in this movie danny pooty is in it and has a dream of him in college because he did take the class nicholas cage good or bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that would have been the ultimate sort of uh, easter egg connective tissue yeah. easter egg yeah. kind of thing. so so his students start dreaming about him and they show the dreams 
and in the dreams he's passive he's just there as an observer right like whatever's happening is happening and he just like walks into the dream like oh look at that (laughs) (laughs) right and but it's it's sort of fascinating and slowly but surely more people start having this experience where they've never met this man before but he appears in their dreams and then they recognize him on the street like oh my god that's the guy he becomes a celebrity because worldwide people are dreaming about him for no reason no shit and it's a really cool concept and and he's he you know he starts to embrace it and then the movie takes a turn because he's no longer passive in the dreams he starts doing creepy shit well that sounds like Nicolas Cage yeah so he starts like murdering people in their dreams oh man he switches his face with theirs he becomes a social pariah I caught that reference Joe that was yes you thought you could get away with that you're not gonna get that was beautiful (laughs) thank you thank Um, you yeah, but he goes from a celebrity to like everyone's uncomfortable around him because like he <laughs> raped them in their dream oh, last man. night. You know what I mean? It's fucking so weird and so beautifully done. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, so Definitely. good. Yeah, the uh, the unbearable weight of uh, and I just had it and it's gone again. Fucking a! <laughs> I just had it and it's totally gone from my head again. Uh, but no, relentless a- talent. No, Mass- it's a uh, massive. Oh, I don't know. Massive, massive, massive. Talent. The unbearable weight of massive talent is what it's called, where he plays himself. Yeah. Just Probably. like a caricature of himself. And it's so good. Pedro Pascal is in it. Um, It's just really good. Definitely. Yeah. The, uh, I saw a trailer for a TV show I want to watch coming out pretty soon with uh, Anthony Mackie. Um, so it's Anthony Mackie, Stephanie Beatrice, uh, Jason Mantzoukas, uh Morgan Freeman, just a ridiculous cast. It's a uh, Twisted Metal. Oh, oh dude, I, I've I seen saw it. it. I watched it. The it's show fantastic. already? Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Yes. When did it come it's out? On Peacock. Yeah, it's on Peacock. I, I thought it's it was coming year. out soon. Really? Been out a year. Maybe, maybe like see, maybe you saw two? a trailer for season two. Because I was like, I want to watch this. This looks really fucking Morgan good. Morgan Freeman's not in season one. Yeah, I saw the because during the Dolphins Kansas City game they played in a long like a long form commercial for it. Oh, okay. No, it's got to be for season two because it came out last year. It was like a three-minute because, you know, they did that game on Peacock only. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they did like yeah. a three-minute commercial. I was like, oh, I want to watch this so bad. It looks so Oh, it's fantastic. Good. It's a great show. You'll like it, it really a lot. Is. You'll like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it felt like Mad Max, but like not so Mad yep. Max. Yeah. Where's I'm trying to remember who plays the clown. He's so good. Oh, he's voiced oh, yeah. by Will Arnett, but physically played by like uh, Samoa Joe or something. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Samoa Joe, the wrestler. You're right, and Will Arnett voices him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw the, uh, the so good. Thing. I didn't realize it's already out. Okay, I'm gonna watch this maybe tonight. Yeah. Oh, you got to get on it, dude. It's good. It's very good. It looks really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, that movie, uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive t- Talent, my favorite yeah. scene was when Nicolas Cage is looking at the wax statue of himself. Yes. <laughs> and he's he's really looking at it hard. He goes like, it's grotesque. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, and Pedro, so Pedro, Pedro Pascal loved it. He thought it was great. Goes, yeah, yeah. How much did you pay for this? It's like $6,000. <laughs> it's grotesque. <laughs> it's grotesque. Oh, man. That's yeah. Good. No, definitely a good one. Um, there, there are movies um, that I'm really interested in seeing. One of them that's coming out pretty soon is here we go with fucking titles again. It's based on a book, 
and maybe you guys can help me out but the premise is that it's an african-american writer and he's struggling in his career and he writes this book that sort of panders to what the expectation is of a quote-unquote black book oh yes i saw that this looks so fucking good doesn't it look good oh it's, what the uh, hell is it called it's the guy from westworld yep. and Bat- batman uh, jeffrey uh, wright jeffrey wright great actor and so he writes this this book almost as a, a middle finger as a, oh this is what you want like this very ignorant book american fiction it's called american yeah, that's fiction it yes because well, it reminded yeah. me of bamboozled because that's kind of the damon wayne's character in bamboozled yeah the, the tv show and they gave him exactly what they wanted similar premise so the book becomes like this overnight success and everyone wants to interview him and and he's trying to wrestle with the fact that the the success that he was after came from this you know this place this thing and and um i wanted to read the book and it's not so we subscribe to the public library like we're you know library card proud Mm -hmm. library card owners they don't have this book in my library it's it's (laughs) oh oh, well it is florida (laughs) they may have banned it already god damn it desantis you motherfucker get off my books (laughs) So uh, I, I really was interested in reading the book before I saw the movie, uh, but but the trailer looks really really good. Um, yeah, it just looks it just looks like great social commentary. I'm, I'm that was really nominated, I believe. Yeah. And then what the other okay. the other one that some stuff Golden Globe and other stuff. Yeah, reminded me it was called the Book of Clearance. Was the other one that kind of like looked similar. That, that looks yeah, really yeah. cool. That looks that really looks, cool. That looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just watched recently. We had we had a hometown reason to watch it but uh paul giamatti's new movie the holdovers oh nice oh, okay um, he plays it takes place in the 70s he plays a professor at a at a prep school who is tasked with watching the kids who can't go home for christmas break because okay. for whatever reason their parents aren't home or whatever so he gets stuck doing that and the reason that we well we wanted to watch because we heard it was good but it was filmed in fairhaven it was filmed in our town Oh shit! Because they used our they used our high school for the that's interior cool. shots. Because the high, you know, Fairhaven High School is like fucking Hogwarts. Like that's what it looks <laughs> like on the outside and the inside. And like the classroom scenes, there's there's three or four scenes in that in the movie that are that are like so recognizable as Fairhaven High School. It's very very cool. And yeah, he was here during a snowstorm, and they filmed. They needed snow because it takes place obviously at Christmas. Um. And Jamadi won uh, the Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy um, for the movie, and I, I definitely highly recommend that too. Um, it's done by Alexander Payne, who did Sideways. I don't know if you remember that movie, the oh, wine yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, he he got together with Jamadi again, and you know, a fucking high five to Paul Jamadi. He wins the Golden Globe, and what does he do? He goes to In and Out Burger with his girlfriend to celebrate. That's awesome. There's a picture I saw of him that picture, sitting yeah. at the table with the fucking Golden Globe on the table at In and Out. Like you rock, dude. Um, and uh, that reminds me. Sorry, Joe. Really quick. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he was on the Marin pot. He was on the WTF podcast. Jamadi was. It was such a great interview. They. It's like these two clicked. I guarantee you, they're going to be like best friends now. That's awesome. In real life, because they just were on the same wavelength and they were cracking each other up the entire hour over an hour. Hell yeah. So I'd recommend the movie and I recommend that episode of WTF. So. Take that out. I was going to say, yeah. Eric, I know you got to be excited for your new Ghostbusters movie this year. Oh my God, dude. I'm so pumped. I know. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. Um, 
yeah i i you know i try to stay away from spoilers but it's impossible now you know you can't just, you can't yeah so yeah. i've seen some stuff but i'm i'm really excited about you know the direction they're going and of course like for me as a ghostbusters fan to see them back in new york city back in the firehouse with yes. uh with atherton back as fucking pack and yeah uh, yeah you mean uh, you know, faulkner yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff man. he's been I'm lost so in a biodome in the <laughs> last <laughs> 20 years um i'm just i'm just so thrilled man like i i went out today we we were running errands and i found they last not last year maybe the year before they re-released the 80s kenner ghostbuster toys like oh, the nice. ones from my childhood <laughs> okay and this year to coincide with the release of this movie they did it again with like the next wave of those toys mm -hmm. and so just to see them in the store in the same packaging from when i was a kid and and faithfully recreated in that way like it's just so, such comfort food for me yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really fucking cool man like i'm excited for yeah. you like oh my god I, it I'm, seems I'm like so it's gonna be really freaking cool i and, and like i said trying to avoid spoilers is impossible so i saw a sort of screenshot from like some magazine article or something where Slimer is back. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I saw and, it. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. art. I was gonna do earlier. I was gonna say Slimer getting out of the DeLorean time machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make it do that. The ultimate crossover. Yeah, yeah. but what you don't but, realize, he gets out of the Mister Coffee in the back because he's been eating. He's been e <laughs> so. So this screenshot I saw was a trail of Cheetos leading to a ghost trap with Cheetos on top. <laughs> and oh, the kid, shit. Finn Wolfhard plays plays a character. Obviously the movie's like hiding behind a pile of boxes with the proton pack on, nice. waiting for Slimer. And Slimer's looking at him like, really? Like you think I'm gonna <laughs> fall for this shit? <laughs> um, yeah, that was it's great. So I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great because the the last movie was basically a an origin story. Yeah. And yeah. now they're like full swing. They can they yep. can they can hit the ground running right from minute one of this movie. Yeah, you know, that'll be better for me because I don't need to so watch little kids be, be little great. kids. Really is. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I read the interviews, you know, that the cast gave. And I'm excited too because, like, you know, when you have an idea for something and then you see it realized, you're like, yes, that's what I wanted. Yeah. One of the one of the plot points of this movie is that um Ray Stance is too out of shape to do the oh. Ghostbusters job. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So Winston benches him like, yo, you can't be out there, man. Like, you know, and, and it's funny because I thought that would be such a cool thing to explore in Ghostbusters is like they are so, you know, they're in their golden years and obviously they're not in prime Ghostbusting shape. So it no. would be funny to see him struggling with the fucking heavy proton pack. And <laughs> yep. yeah. um, I've been reading through a list of movies coming out this year just to kind of get ideas of what I might be excited for. And one of them stuck out to me, and it made me just. I'm gonna make a uh, proclamation for this year for me. So right. we're starting. It's January right now. We're getting ready to start movies again, which means we're gonna be picking movies soon. Yeah. I this year will only do movies based in Miami. Oh my god! That's <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because no. <laughs> I just saw Bad Boys Four is coming out this year, and I'm like, I love all the Bad Boys movies. So like, what? I'm probably gonna do Bad Boys you know, next. I have, I I haven't seen any of them. What? There's so much fucking I'm fun. I'm just saying. There's so much I've fun. I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen more of two than one. Yeah. None of three. 
and I know that I'm not missing a fucking thing. Oh, but they're du- they're dumb <laughs> fun. They're just dumb fun you action just know movies. That I'm not missing a fucking thing. Well, I'm you're gonna be watching them this not- year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so movies i know for sure i'm gonna do this year uh, i'm gonna I'm, I'm saying this now if i don't do them i mean i don't know what'll happen but i my plan for this year is miami based movies i'm gonna do bad boys that'll probably be the next movie i do uh, okay. bad boys one i'm gonna All do right. pain and gain this year because it's another Miami. Oh, God. Movie. okay well that's been on your list it so has been on my cool. list i think bad boys on my list also something but i just haven't done it i'm gonna do any given sunday this year Okay. All right, well, that I can get into. I'm going to do, I can't remember which one it was, but the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where they blow up the Seven Mile Bridge. Was it True Lies? True Lies, True Lies. yeah. I'll do that one this yes. year. With, Great uh, movie. Jamie Curtis. I think so, yeah. Yes. I, I was. I couldn't yes. remember if it was that or Last Action Hero. I couldn't remember which one was the one no, that's in Miami. No, no. True Lies. Jamie yes. Curtis and a thonger, dude. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, I know yeah, for yeah. sure yeah. that those movies are getting done this year. I got to look through a list of movies that take place in Miami. Oh, I'll probably do Fast and Furious 2 because that's my favorite Fast and Furious movie. I love that movie. Are we going to start with two? Really? Well, I mean, I, I can't do the other ones because it's place, place in LA. Two is its own thing because two, yeah. two, yeah. two was supposed to be the last one. Yeah, oh, originally that was going to be it. Yeah. They had no intention to do what they're doing with this. Look, I want to do all the Fast and Furious movies as a masterclass where we did like how we did the Marvel movies no. for the one hour. I do want to do oh, They're amazing. Tim's getting involved in that because that's Tim's Tim's jam. They're like, fun. They're dumb, fun movies. movies. They are the dumbest dumb fun they're movies. Just, the they're, last ones suck, though. I call them Carvel movies because they're Car Marvel movies. Yes, the <laughs> last ones sucked. <laughs> It was not a good. It was not dumb fun. It was just no, no, yeah, because and also they left it hanging. But hold but, on, there's two. There no, there's too many of them, and they may have. There's only at, ten. At some point, watch the Levy Jennings chart of these movies starts as like a racing movie, and then it slowly ascends to Heist dumb movie. fun, and then it lo- it leaves fun behind, and it just goes into dumb. And by the time you're in space in a Fiero, that's the best. Right. Though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> But but anyways, I am gonna do number two as a full episode just because it's the best of the Fast and Furious movies to me. Okay, <laughs> and it does my favorite place. In Miami. I love two, but my favorite is Tokyo Drift. See, okay. I'm mixed on Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Is the third one, and Tokyo Drift is where during the filming of that movie they talked, uh, what's his name, into coming back. Um, Han? Uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel. They talked Vin Diesel into coming back, so he made an appearance at the end of Tokyo Drift. Yeah. And that's what started because then they went, then the franchise really started was after that. Yeah. yeah. Tokyo Drift. Hold on a second. By that logic, I should pick Blade Trinity so we can watch the scene where Wesley Snipes (laughs) refused to open his eyes and they CGI his eyes on his eyelid. Look, I'm, two is a great movie. I'm going to pick all movies this year that take place in Miami. That's that's my my goal for this okay. year. And I will right. even do it appropriate. I'll find a Christmas movie that takes place in Miami and a horror movie that takes place in Miami for for October and December. Okay. Okay. Um, right. No, that's cool. Listen, the the movies that you've laid out so far, I'm I'm into seeing them all. Yeah. Like yeah, even yeah. Bad Boys. I, I know that Bad Boys is 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 it's a fun, dumb, dumb fun. fun movie. And I I just I just it's one of those things I just haven't watched it from start to finish it's I'm just not a big will smith fan and i don't like oh. Lawrence. so okay here's the other ones i'm gonna do this year i'm gonna do scarface at some point oh boy. okay ace, right. ace ventura oh <laughs> yes yeah um let's see what else takes place in miami here ace ventura. oh yeah i mean i already did um you know the best one of them all uh big trouble 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know Casino Royale took place in Miami. Interesting. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Analyze This takes place in Miami? I didn't know that. Bitch, so you're going to pick Analyze This? No, I'm just, just looking at him. I'm looking at a list of movies that took place in Miami. Uh, but there's not, that, that list wasn't good. I need a better list. Oh, God, there's so many. But yeah, definitely Ace Ventura. Because um, that's, that's, you know, that's a really good movie. Oh, The Birdcage. <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh, oh great please do that movie. one. I will do The Birdcage. Yeah, do that one. Absolutely. That movie is fantastic. Test. Isn't it like it's yeah. so good? It is. So good. It's so fucking good. Oh, Donnie yeah. Brasco's in Miami too. Donnie Brasco. We watched great fucking movie. That's a good movie, dude. It's full gaze. Oh, um, we. I still got <laughs> to do uh, something about Mary. That's in Miami. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's yeah. in Providence and Miami, so it covers yeah. us both. Hell yeah. Oh my god. You know. Um. God, there's so many Miami movies. It's ridiculous. Dude, the Birdcage. Me and my wife love that movie, and if we're in a bad mood, we'll find that scene where they break in the kitchen. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yes, 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 dude, yes. that is so funny. Holy yes, shit! Oh, is. I'm gonna do Reno 911 Miami also this year because <laughs> I love that movie. Um, damn, there's so many. Uh, I feel like Reno 911 just in general doesn't get enough love. Like it's so I know, right? Fucking good. It is such yeah. a great show. It is. Yeah. I just I just recently watched the clip um, where they do the hats where he's <laughs> Daigle's given like the speech to the you know the whole crew about like how would, they're mandated to wear these hats to make them appear friendlier to the community yeah and they're like you know they're like these elaborate fucking hats <laughs> and uh, who's the guy uh, I don't remember the names of the characters but basically one guy's really like you know he's hesitant about it he's like all right he puts this goofy hat on he leaves he's like is he gone did he buy it he's like yes and it was a ruse to get this guy to wear a goofy hat for a day like it's not real <laughs> it's uh it's, it's the guy i can't remember his character but carlos gutierrez plays him yeah 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 and, and the line that killed me was like you know that guy saved my life a couple of times but i fucking hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> um i do also love that jim rash is in that show quite a bit Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's is. a great show, man. It is a great. Yeah, show. Swartzen. I love Swartzen. Oh, Swartzen's great. There's there's one episode where um Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia is in it. And him oh, really? him and um Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's the waitress from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the the police respond to them and there's a domestic disturbance at their trailer and they're outside fighting and like when they get there like they're yelling and screaming they're like kids they look like so young and i'm like holy shit oh, it's charlie right. and the waitress and then like you know in real life they're married too like yeah like that's married, his wife yep. so they're fighting and then at, like halfway through the scene they start making out <laughs> and, 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 and she, he's like i can never stay mad at you you're my sister <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking great i'm gonna find that and send it to you guys it's such a great little clip <laughs> you just reminded me of a stupid non sequitur story about he's she, you're my sister i'm listening <laughs> to conan Ur- o'brien's podcast conan o'brien needs a friend right and he's interviewing wyatt and kurt russell and they talk about one of the russell i, th- I forget which one is talking about doing ancestry got into ancestry.com right and conan o'brien says that uh, he was approached by amy poehler a good friend of his because she was doing a show on ancestry and he agreed to do the show and she was really excited. He, he told her that you're not going to find anything, you know, so it's not worth it. She goes, no, 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 we always find something. And they do the swab and six months go by and he doesn't hear from her. And 
he reaches out to her and she says, you're right. We didn't find a damn thing. He goes, the only thing we found out is you are 100%, absolutely 100% Irish. So he gets all excited about this and he goes to his doctor for a checkup who's also into genealogy. And he tells the doctor this and the doctor goes, you know, that's actually not good. That means you're inbred. <laughs> he goes, that means that you have first cousins and brothers and sisters fucking each other. The only way you can be 100% pure anything. Oh, no. So, oh, God. And that reminds me of a movie I'm now excited to see. I've always watched the Godzilla and King Kong movies, the recent batch of those, but never been too excited about them. But I was talking about this uh, on, on Just Surprise Me. I watched the Apple show Monarch Legacy of Monsters, and it's, it's Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell nice. playing the same character. Oh. young version of the same and the old version of the same character so it's really cool but it's basically a build up to to the movie that's coming out in April uh, Godzilla X Kong but it's about Monarch it's about the company that's been tracking the monsters all through these movies and okay. even John Goodman was in Kong Skull Island yeah. as like a scientist called Bill Randa Bill Randa is in this show like a young Bill Randa played by Ian Holm mm. in, in, in the show, not Ian Holm, Anders Holm. Yeah. Um, it, it, so the characters are coming from the movies that have already been on and you actually get to see Godzilla. And then there's a fucking cameo at the end of this goddamn show. The last scene of the last episode, like I got a boner from it. <laughs> so good. And I can't wait for this movie. I don't care. I'm just so excited about the movie because of the show, but just having like the father and son, Russell, guys in there yeah. is playing the same character it's so yeah, fucking that's, cool that's it's really de cool. it's definitely worth it because it's it's not it's not monster heavy it's it's character heavy with like monsters interspersed but it talks about the human factor of of like they call it g day in the last in the godzilla movie when he wrecks san francisco you know yeah. it's like g day it's you like can't wreck miami the banyan trees yeah, will stop right? his ass <laughs> it's basically like 9 11 you know within that universe it's like yeah. g-day yeah, yeah. you know and um it's a very very cool show i would watch i i would definitely recommend it and i'm excited it comes out in april is godzilla x Kong. shit uh, so. another movie I'm watch that oh, like, you got to get on it dude you'll yeah. love it you'll absolutely fucking love this show absolutely and it's great the way it bounces back and forth between the 50s and the present and again the the old the young and the old character uh, you know, with the Russells and yeah. yeah. And it's really cool the way they worked with each other is that Kurt Russell would watch the scenes with his son to pick up the mannerisms a lot. It's funny. A lot of the mannerisms you can see obviously that because they're father and son, they've got yeah. them built yeah, yeah. in, but the other stuff that he did with the character, Kurt Russell made sure to incorporate that into the That's way cool. he portrayed the character as an older guy. And it's really wow. cool to see. And then the, the story is rock solid on its own. So I will Definitely say get on that. I'm also excited to see Inside Out 2 that's coming out this year from Disney. Uh, mostly oh. because I I haven't been ever excited about a Pixar movie lately because most of them like they suck. But also Inside Out was one of the few ones that really fucking made me cry originally. Dude, wow. that food that movie fucking ruined me, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Now imagine imagine watching that movie and having a young blonde daughter named Riley at the same time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, no. no. Yeah, Doug, I was like, have you seen this movie Inside Out? Oh, you see, this is why I'm excited about hanging out with my granddaughter when she gets old enough to like really want to watch these movies because I don't have a reason to watch. Like, I didn't see it because 
I have no reason to watch it, you know. So I'm, no, I'm you, excited you, you to have do, that though, chance this again. Is, this one you this should watch. Like a, yeah, this is like a Paddington situation. Oh, <laughs> you really God. should watch this movie though. Yeah, it's Holy you don't fuck. need a you don't need a Paddington. kid around. That's from yeah. uh, the, the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Paddington too. <laughs> um, this movie will fucking it's it's insidious, dude. Oh, it's all about man. mental health. Oh, it is. God. It's about mental health, and the scene that ruins it. me is fuck. You know, Joe. I don't even need bing to bong? say the word. Fuck. <laughs> what fucking, word? Fucking Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Now this is going to be bong. meaningless to Doug until he watches this movie, but Bing Bong ruins yep. me. Oh yeah. Dude. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Shit. I, I think I think you'll really like this one, Doug. Like it's it's more of a serious Disney movie. It's going to have to be on a Saturday when Eric is working because she's going to want nothing to do with this shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredibly... I also love the characters from it. Like, the, the emotion okay. characters are amazing. Yeah. Um, it's it's so smart. Like, it's yeah. it's just really... Mm-hmm. It's really well done. It's... It's, it's so it's creative. It's emotionally manipulative. Is yeah. what oh, the fuck it is. That's just what I need in my life right now. Fuck it, yeah. It's yeah. very creative, too, and artistic. It's not like it's your not. typical movie. It hasn't it been emotional for me lately, so yeah. Yeah, no, not, a, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it it was beautifully done. You know what I like too was that Pixar movie Soul. Did you see? Oh, Soul? that was really good. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one either. But it was it was a secret atheist Pixar movie about dying <laughs> oh. and going to heaven. <laughs> oh fuck, really? Yeah, oh, I love it. it with a jazz was, musician. With a jazz musician, it was really good. Um, I will tell you though, like there's two type of these movies. There's the Disney sing along movies. And then there's the ones that are good. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, the problem was they realized, Oh, well the nineties, the Disney Renaissance, we did sing alongs worked. Everyone loved it. So let's try to make them now, but they're not good. Now is the no. problem. Nope. Doesn't work. Like you're not making another lion King. It's just not happening. Like even if you make another lion King, you're not making another lion King. They Although, tried to make another Lion King live action. And it didn't work. <laughs> and and whoever thought replacing fucking Robin Williams with Will Smith was going to work as a genie is oh, a fucking was, idiot. That right? was fucking wild, bro. It was so bad. Although, you know what was a great sing-along Disney slash Pixar style movie was fucking Encanto. Do you see that? Yeah, oh, yeah. With, uh, loves that with Jose Exotica. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they called the little boy um i was watching the honest trailers um and like the little boy who talks to animals like jose exotica <laughs> so I was like, that's a great name yeah that's hannah good. loves that yeah. i mean hannah hannah loves like they Moana also and all those movies she still gets it they called the main girl no dora the explorer it's <laughs> 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 like it's a fucking brilliant brilliant pun <laughs> The guys who write honest trailers, like they, they deserve credit. Oh, they do such a fantastic job. Yeah, um, that, I did like that, that but I, I, the only part I didn't like is the part that everyone seems to like, the the stupid songs. Like when we know the songs. Like, oh, the songs. I like the songs. I didn't like the ending of that movie because it was also a secret atheist movie, and it got ruined by the ending with a fucking oh, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking um, grandma in the secret door. I did like Coco a lot though, because that seemed real. Like that movie was real. Like, okay. you know, yeah, Coco. Oh, it's a story Jesus of a Christ. very talented person who got robbed of, of, of fucking his art by someone who was just louder and more obnoxious. And <laughs> <laughs> like, 
his grandson had to find out the truth of the person that he worshipped his whole life stole the shit from his grandfather. Holy shit. Yeah. It was a piece, yep. a total piece of shit. His hero was a total piece of shit. I love that. That movie, you want to talk about like cartoons that make you cry? That Coco movie? Jesus Christ. The end when my man sings to his fucking oh, grandmother. Yeah. Remember no, me. <laughs> oh, it's so fuck, great. man! Oh, man, see, I got enough of this in my life. I don't need. Although I will tell you, doing this shit to me, I just don't. A, a movie that is literally two movies in one, like you know how like they always do like the little, the little pre-movie like short thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. movie actually like did that as part of the movie. Is fucking up. Up is the saddest first ten minutes of a movie I have ever seen in my life. If you can watch the beginning of that movie and not cry, you're not fucking human. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough stuff. But then yeah. after that, it's just an adventure between this old grumpy man and this crazy kid in South America being insane. And it's fun. Yeah, until whatever the last fucking Pixar movie was that had a short in front of it that was the sequel oh, to yeah. Up that my wife wanted me to watch in front of her so she could see me cry. <laughs> <laughs> she does it was this. You? Yes! Oh my God, she loves it. She's oh, a sadist. Oh, I love it. I fucking and, love it. And it was just this fucking old man getting up the nerve to date again, yep. looking at a picture of his dead wife on his. his Holy pants. shit! Oh, uh, man. Then he reaches over, grabs a couple of Viagras. <laughs> 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 no, um, they. I just went to Epcot recently, over the last like week or couple of weeks, the beginning of January. And they have the new Moana section open now, the Journey of Water. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting. It's a bunch of, like, weird water things, like toys to play with. But the very end of it is this, like, rock that you put your hands up in front of. When you do that, this giant wave comes out. And everyone's, like, fascinated by this, like, like doing it over and over again. And all I'm doing is staring at the giant banyan tree they planted behind it. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> There's a banyan tree. I'm like, oh, there it is. So I took pictures of the banyan tree. I didn't take pictures of any of the water, but I took pictures of the... It's, it's right near Tafiti. I'm like, there's Tafiti, there's the banyan. I'm like, all right. It's it's bordering on an unhealthy obsession. So now I know for sure that three of the Disney parks have banyan trees within them. Nice. Yep. So I'm pretty, pretty happy. There's a giant banyan tree at fucking... Uh, animal kingdom in asia like when you first walk into asia like over the little bridge there were that it's like it looks like a crumbling temple you know what i'm talking about eric that like there's like statues and it's like crumbling and there's a tree growing out of it like right Basically. at the entrance to asia yeah. like the left okay, is like yeah, the bird yeah. show and the right is the restaurant and it looks like it's sure. this old like ruins with a tree growing out that's a fucking gigantic banyan tree listen i'm into it man i like <laughs> there's a so cool Nothing's better than the Jurassic Park one that's made oh, yeah. clearly made of like paper mache. Yes. I like that one a lot. Well, that's the same as the Treehouse at Magic Kingdom. The Treehouse at Magic Kingdom is a banyan, also. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Are we going to wrap this up, boys? I think uh, so. We don't wrap things up. What are we talking about? Are we fucking sailors? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, two things, though. Two things. Yeah. First, I think Erica is more happy that I'm recording again than I am because she gets to watch her Swedish shows on television. <laughs> oh, she's got it. We got this thing called Via Play, which is uh, it's actually huge in Europe, but it, it has all 
like European television shows and a lot of them are Swedish. So she gets to watch her shows in Swedish without subtitles. And cause I can only read so much television. And yeah. she was, when, when I told her I was recording last night tonight, she was so fucking, that's mad. awesome. <laughs> She's like, I can watch my shows again. And secondly, I did this last night on just surprise me, but for those following along, who might not have known. I'll lay it out. Now. Tim is home. Tim is happy. Tim is healthy. Um, he's getting back into the routine of things. He's got a long way to go, a long way to go. So if you would consider checking out the, uh, the GoFundMe and donating, it'll certainly help them because he's got a long road ahead of him. But Tell he's you. home, he's healthy, and he's happy. So That's awesome. Before Jeez, we man. finished, I wanted to get those two things out. So That, um, makes, me very, that makes me very happy. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the GoFundMe, we have it on our page, right, on the Masters of the Semantic Universe page. Yeah. Um, you find it on my page and just it's everywhere <laughs> and it's and it's uh it's also we still have the have a heart for tim even though the contest thing is over. it's on right? there too yes okay. the, the have a heart for tim uh facebook group you can go yeah, in search, there and find it as well search have a heart for tim masters of the cinematic universe mm-hmm. any of those places and um there's you know I want to say they're they're linked to the top of the page. If yes. not, we'll do that. So, yeah. uh, yep. but the GoFundMe is finding a new heart for Tim Christ, uh, organized by Hannah Christ. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's been cool to see um, everybody come out and support. Oh, you know, the Christs and it's yeah, it's dude. I was talking to my wife about this today, like, um, and and it came up on the podcast with Will because we were talking about atheism and humanism and stuff and mm-hmm. I, I was like i dude i want to give you your flowers for putting that um that raffle together because that was yep, really right? that was such a that was such a cool yeah. idea and such a cool way to bring everybody oh, in that sort of community so together good. and and um and it, it and it spoke to me as a humanist because it's like dude all that is 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 doing what you can with what you've got for people right. who need it and, exactly uh, exactly dude, yeah it was it was very inspiring and i wasn't expecting um you know uh, it it sounds terrible to say this but a lot of times when you see gofundmes oh yeah people who really need help you know you don't you don't see the amount of support that you want to and to to see how many people have come out and just you know give whatever they can donations dude that's great 500 donations it's amazing <laughs> i mean it, it blows me away it absolutely blows me away but as much support as they've had they still could use your support oh absolutely that's so, the thing that's yep. the yeah. thing like i said the road is long he's only at the beginning of this road now yeah. you know i i use the analogy like when this first started he was in the middle of the fucking forest without a way out and he found his way to the clearing and he found his way to the road but he's only at the start of this road He's not going to be working for six months at least, if not a year. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. just not—he's just not going to be physically ready to do it. You know, when I say he's healthy, that means his heart—the new heart—is amazing, and he's plugging away. But he's got—he's <clears throat> got occupational physical therapy coming every week for him because he's got to basically learn, you know, how to how to walk distance and and get up and down and get himself dressed again. You know, while yeah. he physically recovers from this and. You know, and and uh, Meg, his wife, she's not going to be working full time for a while, you yeah. know, because she's got to be there to help him because they've got a, you know, just over two year old 
little fireball in there that that you know she doesn't quite understand that she can't run and jump in daddy's arms and stuff exactly. and even though she wants to because she missed the hell out of him um oh that was funny when they first got home um she was having none of it <laughs> it was not the warm and happy reunion that they thought it might happen she was having none of it she's like what the hell are you doing here <laughs> i'm getting used to you not being here for six weeks and now you're here yeah, yeah we'll see about that but it didn't take long she warmed right up but it was it was kind of funny the way uh that is kind but, of funny yeah tim they were both blown away by how much holly grew up in, yes. in oh yeah weeks. like she's speaking full sentences and the sass is turned up to 11 like <laughs> she is a full-blown toddler with sass and <laughs> it's adorable and not all at the same time we get to facetime them tomorrow nice. we haven't facetime with holly since like the beginning of december yeah. so we're excited too so anyway just check it out if you can if you can donate we can't thank you enough if you can't donate share it yeah, right. yeah, share yeah. button. GoFundMe makes it super easy to share that link. Just share it far and wide, and and it, it would be a tremendous help, you know. And and listen, we totally understand if you can't donate. I mean, everybody's got stuff going on, and we totally get it. So anyway, um, yeah. um that said, we've got some people to thank because yeah, they've stood say. by us through thick and thin. Speaking folks. of support, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, these are our Patreon members. Um, they've stuck with us you know we, we had a, some periods here where we haven't been around but they have stuck with us um and they're great people um so i'm going to read their names we're going to start off with founding member my daughter hannah christ who spearheaded this gofundme we just talked about she's the one who got it up and running she was there every day for tim before meg could get down from new hampshire um and she was there every day after meg got down she meg stayed with her for a while and she's been a rock and she just showed herself more than anybody how strong she is as a person and how beautiful she is. Uh, next, my good friend, Peter Bianco uh, from the Tone Jerks, the Second Button Podcast and the Off the Rails Podcast, Mr. Brian Gower. Our co-host, we talked about Will again with this GoFundMe and about the contest that Will did. He is such a fine human. He's our co-host on the Just Surprise Me Podcast as well as the Sharing Maps podcast, please check out the latest episode where he interviews our very own Eric Pabone. I'm very excited to listen to that one. Uh, Will Lehu. From the Single Path podcast, the Texas State Bible Champs podcast, and the Texas Ice 10-4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. We've also got Mr. Michael Van Zandt, Mr. Michael McVeigh from the great state of Tennessee. And last, but definitely not least, this guy donated to the GoFundMe from over the pond. He won a, he won a prize. Mr. U G Rection. Thank nice. you, Mr. Rection. And of course, you know, we always got to play a little song here, a little jangle jangle. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Dude, kids grow so fast that I don't remember when she recorded that, but I feel like that's like her baby voice. You know <laughs> oh, I, mean? I can only imagine because no, it's been a year at least. Yeah. Yeah. We've been Holy. playing that. So she's a year older at least. Holy shit. You know, this is yeah. nuts. That's crazy. Dude, um, I saw a picture. I saw a picture, just a random picture on Instagram of, oh, I was on uh, Keegan Michael Key's uh, um, Instagram and it was a picture of him and his wife and their kid at the Thanksgiving day for Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. 
and I like freaked the hell out that Thanksgiving was two fucking months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Two months ago, you know, time is a relentless bitch. Oh, it's awful. It's absolutely awful, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. We also, uh, we're going to play this little ditty. Uh, Hey, if you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Um, it's been so long since I've done one of these that I forget the rhythm of it. Joe, what would you do if you were injured on the go? Would you just call- let me think? First, I'd figure out how to create some AI art, but then, yeah. I, but then after I did that, I would just call Mo. Just call Mo. Yeah, Go to yeah. justcallmo.com. Uh, again, if you have uh, legal questions, just uh, hit up Mo. If you're injured, just hit up Mo. Check out the website. He's got the merch uh, section. There's free stuff, cheap stuff. And uh, Mo is very accessible. You know, uh, as far as attorneys go, if you have questions, if, if you're not sure what you're going through would qualify for, you know, something that... Uh, official or legal just just hit them up and find out they're also doing the uh solar bears whiteout game did that already happen or is that happening i, I, I don't know no idea but they're doing some kind of uh pre-game in the mo parking lot <laughs> in downtown orlando and john is that Fastaker, like overflow that is the mo parking area yeah, the Overmo parking. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, there's no parking left in the parking garage. Go to the Overmo lot. Go to the Overmo lot. There's Mo Man, parking over there. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Bus Decker will be grilling hot dogs. There will oh. be free beer in the Mo parking lot. I wish the Mo parking lot. Hold on. You ready, Eric? Yeah. Tell tell us I want you to pitch this to Mo. Tell him Okay. From the Mo parking lot to the stadium. They should have a double-decker bus-decker bus <laughs> to take people. Yo, it's too late to pitch that because I'm pretty sure that this either already happened or is happening today. Yes, they, they, but, from, uh, from Mo Park, it needs to have a bus to the stadium that's a double-decker bus-decker bus. A double-decker bus-decker bus. I can't even say that, but that's really good. It's good alliteration. Uh, just call Mo.com. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a blast getting together with my yes, friends. It has. And, uh, next week, we will record our first return to full movie analysis. Which with is? what movie, Doug? We're doing Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman, his return to form with British gangster movies. Heck I'm yeah. very nice. excited about it. I got to watch very that again because nice. it's been a minute since we watched that. Yeah. I don't remember what the last actual movie we did was. <laughs> oh, dude. Bubba Hotel. Yeah, Bubba Hotep. That was the Halloween movie, so it's been a quick minute. So then we'll be doing, after The Gentleman, we'll be doing Bad Boys. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out if it was me or Eric next. <laughs> it's you, buddy. Yeah, Bad Boys. Yeah. Do, you do you know what do? movie you're doing your next, Eric? No, no, I don't. <laughs> but I've got two weeks to figure it out, motherfuckers. That's so right. we'll see. All right. Well, you know, there's really only one thing left for us to do here, and that's to say a little bit of a lights camera fuck off hi friend Uh, this is eric babone and i'm here to talk to you about art of eric babone that's what i do you may be familiar with some of my work um you know i've drawn some weird shit for tom and dan semantics just generally for people around town or you might be familiar with 
my work from this show where my co-host Joe uh, makes weird fucking commission requests all the time. You can make weird fucking commission requests. That's right. Hit me up. Uh, visit artofericfabone.com or find me on social media at Art of Eric Pabone, and I would be happy to, for money, of course, draw anything your twisted heart desires. Again, that's artofericpabone.com. Except for the fact that I let my domain lapse. So. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I tried oops. to put a link in the prize winner. For yeah, the prize so. winner of the uh, art, and it's, I'm like, oops, they don't work. So how did they yeah, get to it now? You can find me on social media like every other scumbag. Yeah! <laughs> Without a website, yeah. 